Bank Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. Blackness of my belt is like the inside of a coffin on a moonless night. That's pretty black, man. It is a black art. And I, Haru, am the blackest of the black. Or actually, the great white black art. Blackest master. So, on the topic of action films being propaganda, do you believe Beverly Hills Ninja to be government-funded propaganda? <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think that uh, government promotes uh, a, would promote a racist film like that. Uh, or uh, I think they're the answer to all racism. Do you mean promote a racial film like that? Because Beverly Hills Ninja is not racist. Like, just because it has the doesn't mean it's racist. Okay. Right? Or is that racist? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't understand racism anymore. Maybe because there is no Uh, it's it's become so overused things that aren't important uh just to cover up what is important that i just i can't even figure out what is racist and what isn't anymore well i mean obviously some people use racism and call people racist that aren't you know, like uh, the same way people call people Nazis that aren't. Um, but, you know, some stuff is legitimately racist um, because they're discriminating or believe someone to be lesser than because of the race that they are. So just because people use it online or something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But, like, let's take, for example, the Asian hate crime that just took place are you talking about the uh the crime in in atlanta or are we talking yeah. about the yeah the the massage parlor place okay. or places right yeah so we need to remember that uh i believe three of those women weren't of asian descent that perished um, they were all women. I mean, that holds more water. <laughs> really? Maybe it's just he doesn't like ladies. I don't know. But um, yeah. So this was uh, clearly a crime 
against uh, sex workers or that, that were working maybe under the radar for certain reasons. Um, yeah, should we set the story up for folks here? Because if, if those of you uh, listening are um, not big on watching the news, especially news that might not have made it to you, right. um, it might be worth breaking this down. So there was a, and correct me if I'm wrong here, there was a gentleman who was going to these massage parlors somewhat frequently and getting uh, happy endings. So uh, sexual services at these places, which certainly are not legal, but they seem to have been taking place under the table, or I guess in this case, over the table. Uh, But then he went in uh, being, and this is where it kind of falls apart a little bit. It seems like the, the few different narratives that I've seen have all kind of averaged out to him having some sort of issue with his own guilt and sex addiction and blaming that on these women and went into uh, it, the and the reports are multiple locations, I believe, right? He went into multiple locations and shot these women who were, I guess, causing him to uh, act on whatever this addiction is. Um, right. We're not following his logic there, but I think that's the... I think that's the long and the short of it, right? Yeah, he couldn't resist the temptation and he wanted to get rid of the temptation. Um, the temptation being sex workers uh, performing sex acts for money. Um, the sad fact is sex work is illegal in Georgia. Um, so... For those on the right listening who, oh, they shouldn't have be doing this, um, you know, sex work is wrong. It's already illegal. We already did. We tried that, right? Um, uh, the fact that they were, uh, a lot of them were Asian. I mean, that just goes with the type of place that, that, he frequented were ones that had mostly Asian people in them. It's not like the only sex workers out there are Asians, but this man frequented those kind, obviously, right? Because that was his temptation. Uh, But they weren't all Asian descent, right? Um. So we could speak about race, but it doesn't really seem relevant. Uh, I think everybody else is doing that and it just doesn't seem like that would get to the core of the problem or to you know help resolve some of this so it doesn't happen to somebody in the future. I think that's what we really should be focused on, right, is um, trying to end these senseless acts of violence that bring so much, you know, hurt, anger, sadness to, to innocent people. 
And uh, you're not going to get rid of sex work. The, the prostitution has, is going to happen. It will forever, as long as humans are around, right? It's, it's been around for a long time. It's been illegal for a long time. Um, but, you know, when we had Backpage, even though it wasn't legal, uh, it was a safe place for women in that industry to communicate with each other, to black flag customers who were violent, who they felt were dangerous, uh, communicate that to each other. And, of course, that got pulled off, right? Uh, the government went after that and shut that down. And, you know, now these women who were on Backpage who could communicate those things are left blind. Uh, you can say, well, they shouldn't be doing sex work, but they are. Women will do sex work. Um, and and men will too. It's not just women. I'm just, I don't know why I said that. I guess because when I think of a sex worker, I think of a woman because that's what I'm into is women. But men do it too, right? Um, but these red flags, whether these women would have seen it in this man or not, I don't know, um, but it would have been one level of communication that if they did, they could have at least alerted each other to watch out for them. Maybe it would have saved a life or two, who knows? Um, but then we also can look at the fact that it's illegal. You can't have the proper kind of security for that industry there because it would draw attention to something that they're trying not to draw attention to, right? Um, so why would you need that kind of security at a, you get a shoulder rub, right? <laughs> um, the, it's everything that I can think of that could have helped the situation. And it, it has to do with the way my mind works too. I'm sure there's something else we could debate too, but it, it stems from the fact that it was illegal. I mean, we're, you're going to have crazy people no matter what, whether sex work is illegal or illegal. You're going to have sex workers, whether it's illegal or legal. So I think we have a better chance of stopping this if it is legal. For one, say the police uh, are, somebody's gone to two, uh, what do you call a legal whorehouse? Whore, whore is probably not the hey, proper word. Brothel? Brothel, right. Okay. If somebody's gone to two brothels and shot up the ladies in them, if you can go onto Google Maps and, you know, brothels near me, nearby, 
like the cops know where to go, right? To protect the ladies. I honestly don't see anyone getting to the second brothel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How do you cross town after shooting up a place unless that place is mired in illegal activity? Right. Yeah, I mean, another layer right there. Um, What I see is, what are the objections that I typically hear from we should legalize sex work? Well, everybody would, you know, STDs would be spread, go rampant or... um, Well, luckily we have enough countries participating in that kind of system to give us the data that shows that that's not a problem. Yeah, but it's still something I hear, you know? Sure, yeah. Um, And the moral moral degradation of society around that kind of thing, but that doesn't hold water either because it's already going on, right? Anyway, so... Well, I guess with that argument, it, it could possibly be not that it's already going on. It could be similar to the, the gun control debate, right? Of not that the illegal ones are still going to happen, yes, but it puts a deterring factor in place. So maybe it would still happen illegally, but it would happen less. Okay. I don't see how that protects anybody. So, I mean, like I could see that argument, like, okay, it happens less. All right. So what do you get out of that? What, what benefit to society comes from, um, people who would frequent a prostitution, a prostitute, right? Mm Mm-hmm being cut off from that release. I th- I think the, the question is a bit more philosophical, right? Like if yeah. you believe that that is inherently a, an evil act or, and let's just, let's not even say that. Let's mm-hmm. say that you believe it to be an immoral act and you want to put safeguards in place so someone can be reminded that they should not do that, then I think that person would believe the world is better off with fewer people having legal temptation to do so. And so then we have to weigh the moral high ground that they're supposedly on with the act that they're willing to do to enforce they're moral. So they're willing to use violence against a peaceful person voluntarily interacting with another peaceful person with poten- potentially enslaving that person for a certain amount of time uh, to enforce this, right? Uh, and that's 
more morally better than letting them do it and then explaining to them why they shouldn't be doing that. So it's just, it just kind of seems hard to, when you really think about what you're saying by making something illegal, it, it really makes it hard to, to, to stay on that moral high ground, right? It seems, it seems more like a, like a trolley problem to some degree. The idea of these trade-offs that don't, well, some folks believe that they have answers, some folks don't, and then the people who believe that they have answers believe different answers. Um, but I, I think if you trade one answer, which is making it legal and therefore the world is less moral for the other answer, which is it is illegal. And now folks are protected from that by threat of violence. I think it's pretty easy to do the math, assuming that not every person is going to be subjected to that violence, merely the threat of the violence. So, when people look at a police state or the state and how they enforce things, it's generally under threat of violence for the sake of the good or good, the, sorry, the threat of violence for the sake of the greater good. Okay. All right. So you still have to, if we're going to, if somebody's going to argue that it should be illegal, for the greater good, right? You you still have to provide evidence that it is a greater good, right? Right, because their their argument simplified is two steps forward, one step back. It's still progress, but they yeah. admittedly won't uh, endorse the violence, but they will endorse making the act illegal at the cost of the threat of violence. So two steps forward, one step back. Now your point stands though. How do we objectively say that it is immoral to do such a thing? So I don't believe that uh, I believe that there's things that are going to be immoral or shouldn't be done. Uh, things that I feel are wrong, but they're not, if they don't hurt another person, they're not things that I would use the state to enforce violence to enforce. Right. I may go out and I may speak to people say, Hey, I think that this is wrong. I don't think you should do this. And I would make an art, you know, make a case for it and, Try to convince people, you know, that see the light, right, or whatever. Um, and that works great. There's a lot of things that have become norms in our society that have come about like that, right? Um, <clears throat> but um, just I'm at, standing in line at the gas station, there's no law. You have to stand in line. 
you know, you could, and we've all had it. Somebody just jumped in front, right? And annoys us. Um, but it's not something you can call the cops on or I guess jail for or anything, but he shunned society looks down on it. He's not going to get any sympathy if he, you know, shuts his hand in the door or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I, I, I feel like that's, if you don't believe that prostitution should be happening, you know, I, I don't feel like putting these women in more danger because you want to make it illegal. Cause I mean, let's talk about the the sex worker themselves, right? Uh, they, they're in this black market because they've been pushed to it. Right. And it's more dangerous. It's already kind of a dangerous job. You're getting very intimate with a stranger. Right. But then if you make it more back, you know, back room, you know, kind of deal a lot more, a lot, it's a lot more dangerous for these women. And we're not talking about women for the most part. We're not talking about women who have, you know, a lot of going for them in life. We're talking about people who are down on their luck. Um, people who have been wronged or made really bad choices or gotten out of prison and something they went to prison for was made it really hard to get a job. Uh, all kinds of reasons why people go into prostitution. They just like it. Some. I mean, there are people that do that, right? Um, but for the most part, it's people who are really had a rough run who can get into it, right? Uh, I don't see how making it more dangerous for these people is, is good. I, in fact, like... If you want somebody to not be a prostitute anymore, right? It being illegal would probably make that easier, you know, because they wouldn't have a, a record, you know, going to prison for prostitution, right? So when they got, you know, they would, when they go to get a better job after they've studied or whatever with the money they're making from prostituting, you know, they could, they could get a better job. They could move up in society. So follow me down with this for a second. I, I feel like what this guy did is kind of just a natural outgrowth of the logical path of thinking around making prostitution illegal, right? So, Think about right. what we were talking about. So if the idea is that prostitution is immoral and we believe that it is worth making it illegal under the threat of violence mm -hmm. for the sake of the greater good, is that not the same argument 
as the argument he essentially made but took to its logical conclusion, which is if someone is practicing something that isn't for the greater good and is in fact immoral, that threat of violence should then be executed upon that person. And he merely executed the same violence that we had promised through the law. Yeah. I mean, he took it to its extreme conclusion. Certainly um, extreme, but that's yeah. where it leads, right? Right. It, it all ends up there if you don't submit at a lower level, right? So the prostitute doesn't submit to being detained or arrested or what, you know, it always ends with her, her, his death, right? Uh, that's the violence. So yeah, uh, he, he just took it straight to its end result right off the bat. The difference is he doesn't have the monopoly on violence. He isn't protected under that whatever, that uh, make-believe protection that we give to so-called, you know, uh, authority. <laughs> the so-called authority of government that we have, right? Uh, but we also need to remind us ourselves that these women were hurt. Their families were hurt. The state is going to prosecute this man. And these families aren't going to get anything out of it. He's not going to be responsible for trying to make restitution or any of these things. These women's families, these women's lives are cut short and they will get nothing for it. Is that but certain? The state, is there not the a is there not a possibility of a civil suit here? I guess there 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 probably could be, but that's not what the state is going to prosecute him for, right? True, true. The state's going to put him in prison and make sure that he can't afford to do anything for him, right? Or maybe his family will be able to, right? But they could civil sue, but for the most part, what they they'll do is they'll put him in prison. He'll have all kinds of, yeah, you know, he'll lose everything, right? Back to the banks or whatever, right? And the the families won't get anything, you know, because um, our justice system isn't designed to help the victims of the crimes; it's to punish, right? a terrible idea but I think I think we really should get back to the idea of whoever is the victim of whatever crime that's to get them back to whole or as close to whole as they can get should be our goal with anything right right but it's not even thought about in most crimes by anybody involved, the defense, the prosecutor, the judge, not even considered. 
So if, if one of the family members or a couple of the family members deem that this person's family has got something that they could get, right, to try to get some sort of restitution, and they ha- and they take it upon themselves to to uh, have civil suit or whatever. Like maybe maybe they'll get something, but not before the state gets what it wants, right? And do you think that they would be led to do that, or maybe even have the resources to bring about such a suit? Because I have to imagine that. Any any attorney that thinks that they would win it might take it, just pending that they get a uh, a piece of the pie when it goes through. But yeah, otherwise, I can't imagine that they would have the resources to uh, to sue. Right? Like if 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 this is a family that has largely relied on, I, and I, again, I'm being incredibly presumptuous here right but just on average what you said is very likely that folks who are in this position whether that be um you know they they like it or whatever it is the 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 more likely scenario is that they are in a pretty rough spot and this was the majority of their income maybe even for their network or family or what chosen unit so now that that income source is gone what will the family do to try and sue for damages yeah and the odds of getting being able to squeeze any blood out of that turn up or i don't know how old the the kid was i i like a lot of our listeners probably I don't I don't um really watch the news or but I do hear like little snippets from uh podcasts and things like that uh, YouTube videos and whatever right I, I hear a little bit here a little bit there i have my father and mother-in-law living with me at the moment and i hear some of the things that they talk about um so i understand he was a young man um they caught him in uh woodstock i think woodstock georgia uh i know you've you've been there we've yep we've both been there I have been there um it's not a uh it's it's not a a rough area most of it most not, of woodstock is really nice um I mean, even the rough parts of of woodstock what they would consider rough is just mostly hispanic you know people construction workers uh, they're just lower income but most of them tend to be like family Households and it's not like a bunch of gangsters walking around or anything like that. It's a, it's just a lower income family. That's about that's about it, right? Um, so these massage parlors, right? 
they're servicing customers in every uh, class, right? Upper class, middle class, lower class. They're providing a they're providing providing a service that is obviously desired. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about the percentage of their income, is it is it frequent shoppers who have a higher income, or is it a larger quantity of folks coming that have the lower income? Right, like yeah. if you, I don't I don't know the going rate for uh, that type of massage in Woodstock, Georgia, but uh, I have to imagine that. It's it's not, you know, a negligible amount. Yeah. I I don't know personally. Uh, I, not that I feel, I would feel any shame if I had done that, but I haven't. And if I had, I would definitely tell you what I paid for it. <laughs> would not be ashamed of it at all. Um it, yeah, is this is this more him lashing out at pricing? Did he go to three different places and the prices just kept getting worse? <laughs> He's like, you know, uh, false advertising, or or worse yet, um, and and maybe this is maybe these are all things that would have been revealed if we had trudged through the 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 swamps of sludge that folks call news, but. Um, you know, is it that he was trying to get that from these people and they didn't because he was strange or a creep or something and he's <laughs> lashing out? Like, did he go from one to the other to the other trying to get this because they don't provide those services? Like, I, I feel like we haven't really even a, addressed that at all, but is is that possible? Uh, I believe... I don't, yeah, I guess it could be, <laughs> but I believe what it was, uh, from what I've heard is they were all those kind of places. Maybe they're all ones that he's been to. Um, yeah, that's, that's what wanted, I was thinking, but I just wanted a sanity check there. So he, he wanted he has, temptation gone is what the way I understand it. But obviously this is a mentally, disturbed person um his guilt is so much so for getting a hand job but not for murdering somebody for giving a hand job like baby out with the bathwater. he didn't yeah he didn't think this through in any logical way because he could obviously say you know I'm the criminal too. The logical path you took was the ends are violence against the prostitute, but the ends are also violence against the, the, what they call him, John or the patron of the said prostitute. So entrepreneur, he could have just, turn the gun on himself and it would have been the same thing, right? It would have been you know, the logical conclusion to 
you know, the violence that we promise you if you go to a prostitute. Well, and many have taken that same path. We just don't read about it or hear about it on right. the news because that internal story that's playing out that leads him to that conclusion is not newsworthy. Right. And it's hard to scream racism when you shot yourself. I forgot. Yes, race. So The, the reason this is all happening. Right. That's why he did it. <laughs> right. So I think what we've just what we've uncovered here is we spoke about just now we spoke about what actually happened there. And let's try to f- come up with a solution to make this less likely to happen, right? Uh, and keep these women safe. What we did not do was what our media, sensational media, wants us to do. Get sidetracked on something that gets us yelling at each other, right? (laughs) So, Like, is Beverly Hills Ninja the best movie of all time? (laughs) Right. I mean, think about how passionate that debate would be. Like the right answer being 